Yeah, so thank, thank you to everyone that came to the meetup. Um, some people have asked for them to be done more frequently, which we can definitely look at. And obviously outside of the gym as well, we're going to start doing these. I do want to do a Christmas meetup as well. Um, so if anyone's got any ideas, chuck it in the box or chuck it in the group, but we could do that as a Christmas meetup, not necessarily at the gym, but we could go out, get food and whatnot from there. What I'm going to do is just run through, first of all, what we've got in the rest of October. So I've, I've mentioned this all to you today. I've just spoken to Martin um, and he's going to be doing it on setting high standards and the mindset behind that. So that's going to be at 10 a.m. Um, in my opinion, it's probably going to be the best one yet, just because I know what Martin's like and he just comes with so much kind of um, energy and drive behind him. So please make sure that you come to that. Next up, I know that Rob mentioned in the group about um, the finance guy. Was it you, Rob? A couple of weeks ago, I think so, someone mentioned it. So I've just put in kind of what we've got locked in so far for next year as it comes to um, masterclasses. So Monday, the 8th of November, 7.30, we've got the food and nutrition masterclass with Johnny. So I know a couple of you have posted some questions in there. And obviously, if there's any more questions that you want to know um, on quick prep on, I know a couple of you said about low calorie stuff that's really, really nice to eat that sort of stuff. If you've got anything, you can chuck it in the chat box now or you can post it in the group or send it to me or Henry direct. In January, I've spoken to a guy called Nigel, aka Big Nige, and he is going to be doing a breathwork masterclass for us. And basically, I've put this in towards the end of January because January generally is a pretty stressful, stressful time for everyone. Um, that's the time where a lot of people feel depressed because obviously they just come out of Christmas payday tends to be a little bit further away so this is going to be a relaxing session so please make sure that you aren't driving um you're not out and about for this because he'll probably get you to lie down who's just joined us hi Faye, how are we doing just running I'm through right, the glasses good good i'm just going to put you on mute just now and then we'll, ca we'll catch up at the end all right thank you no worries um so it's going to be a stress release work uh, class. So normally when Big Nige does it with myself, why is that clicked on there? Just going to share my screen, guys. One sec. We're nearly there. Right, what we got? What screen can you see? Can you see the one, this one, or is it my Spotify side? Number two. Okay, let me try again. Love it when this happens. Let's try screen share. Desktop two. Let's try that. How about now? Number one. Perfect. Okay. So yeah, run back through food and nutrition masterclass with Johnny. We got big Nige on the breath masterclass and we've got a guy called Craig Tate who is going to be, um, I'm just confirming the dates with him. He's going to be running a finance masterclass, um, looking at, um, investments, what to do with your money. Um, gold property, um, cryptocurrency, which is a big one at the minute. A lot of people buying, um, gold and whatnot, uh, sorry, um, Bitcoin and stuff like that. So is there anything else that you think that you need going forward into the new year that is going to be more beneficial to you? What is there anything that you feel that you need booking in? Just put um, yes and what it is, or just put no in the chat box, guys, just for me just now. And then we're going to run into the main event. 
any more on mobility, um, stretching, um, mindset, that kind of stuff. If there's not anything, just press no, and then we will move it on. Looks like everyone's happy, not getting any responses at all. Don't know if that's good or bad. Right. Okay. Before we go into the last thing, we're going to do a competition. Mobility possibly of self-massage will be good. Okay, cool. I'm going to take a note on that. So what we're going to do, guys, is the competition for the next 30 days. It's a little bit more interactive, and the prize is pretty good, in my opinion. So the winner is going to receive a massage gun sent straight to their home address. I use my massage gun pretty much every day after every single workout. So whether I've done weight training, I've done cardio, um, it's good for kind of stopping injuries and obviously relieving any tight muscles. So what I'm going to do, there can be more than one winner if the points add up to the same. So basically what I want you guys to be doing, I'm going to put this in a group as well afterwards, is to basically myself and Henry, we want to get in front of many people as possible. And to do that, we need your help with the algorithms on Instagram, etc., being poor. So basically what I want people to be doing is to be tagging in the Instagram stories for each workout that you do. It could be before, during, or after. It doesn't have to be of you doing the exercise. It could just be a screenshot of your workout or whatever it may be. That is going to get you three points. So for every workout you do, try to do that. I'm going to be keeping score of that over the 30 days. I want us to be sharing relevant posts on Instagram, Facebook that resonate with you. I don't mean sharing every single post, but things that resonate with you and kind of your story behind it. Um, that's two points. Tag a friend in posts that may resonate or be a good fit to join the Rise and Conquer team. Three points again. Turning up to live trainings, that is three points, okay? Because nobody knew about this competition, it's going to start from tomorrow. And basically, it's the winner um, is going to be who's got the most points over the next 30 days. So does that make sense to everyone? Everyone ready to give that a go? Perfect. Cool. So uh, I'm just going to take the notes down here. So more stuff on mobility injury. Okay, cool. Right. What we're going to do, guys, is we're going to move on. So the pre-Christmas uh, framework is what I want to run through with everybody just now, because this is the time of year where everybody seems to almost give up um, and kind of leave it the three months and then start again in January. So like, as, as we all know, most people come in January with their New Year's resolution of losing weight or they're going to diet or they're going to do this, that and the other. However, in reality, Christmas is three days max um so we've obviously got christmas eve we've got christmas day we've got boxing day and then we may have a little bit over new year so we'll, we'll say five to six days max out of the next three months if you're not in here you, you know if you are in here you're fine because we've obviously got the frameworks in place but i want to frame it now as to nobody needs to diet over christmas what we're going to be doing over the next two, three months or 10 weeks or so is framing things into it like christmas parties coming up and we're going to look at what do we need to do the week before we have a Christmas party or what do we need to do before Christmas to be staying on track? So when it comes to then January, um, we are already ahead of 99.9% .9 of people who are only just starting. So people that I'm speaking to at the minute, we've got now 10 weeks to get an even better shape than we are now. We've got 10 weeks to get even stronger than we are now. And there's no reason why those three, three to six days over Christmas, that should be effective for what we're doing today so all we're going to do we're going to run hard 
So yeah, 10 weeks to max your three back max. Yeah, exactly. So like um, Glenn just said there, he's added 20 kilos to his trap bar deadlift in just by changing his technique. So just think where we can get within the next 10 weeks. And when it comes to Christmas, I'm not going to tell you to diet. I'm not going to tell you to do this, that, and the other. I'm going to tell you to enjoy yourself because we've got things in place that most other people haven't got. So over the next 10 weeks, we're going to be doing whatever we're doing just now. We're going to be still smashing goals, smashing weights, smashing workouts, turning up the trainings. We're going to tail it off. We're going to have two weeks almost holiday. So I'm still going to obviously be here, but I'm not going to be forcing you and pressuring you to be doing things that you don't want to be doing. We've got all that under control in these next few weeks going up to Christmas. So I just wanted to kind of put that in there now so that nobody worries about having to diet or cut calories or whatever over that Christmas period. We're going to come out of Christmas, the other side of it, in even better shape than what we are just now from what we're going to be doing. Does anyone have any questions or does that sound good to everyone? Just put a yes or no, or if you've got a question or you've got anything, you can jump in and share. Just going to give you a few seconds to go over that. Put a thumbs up if you're happy with that, ready to go. Happy with that. Cool, beautiful, sounds great. Perfect. Thumbs up from Faye. Okay, perfect. So um, one of the things that's been coming up in workouts, um, sorry, check-ins quite a lot recently is people asking questions of um, can I work out on Tuesday instead of Monday because I've got X coming up or I'm feeling a little bit tired today. Can I push my workouts back um, a couple of days or I've skipped this workout. I'm going to do it next week. So we're just going to cover that and look at creating autonomy for your workouts and to know when to rest. So Henry gave me a good point for this the other day, which I'm going to come on to. But ultimately, within your workouts, you do not have to do them on the days that come up on True Coach. You do not even have to do every single workout during that week, because if we feel that we have to hit, say, four workouts and we only hit three in a certain week, if we get into the mindset that we have to catch up with it, this then leads to a, a guilt, like a self-guilt of us missing workouts that are going to be a detrimental effect um, moving forward. That's not the case. So if we miss a workout and it comes the end of the week, do not try and go back and do it because one of the things that you're going to do is to, you're going to over-exercise and you're going to overtrain, which is then going to be detriment to your recovery and your energy throughout the week. So that is one of the things I want us to look at. If you're programmed for four workouts and you only manage three, then it's not the end of the world, okay? We don't need to worry about it. Like things come up, life gets in the way. You might have um, things happen at home. You might have things happen at work. So as long as we are doing 80% of our workouts over the month, okay, that is good enough for me and it's good enough for Henry, okay? I don't hit every single workout that I'm supposed to do. Um, currently, my workouts are supposed to be seven per week. So I've got four weights and three cardios. However, I've got other things on. It doesn't always happen, but I don't let it annoy me or piss me off. Um, and I'll just get on with it the next week. So one workout missed is not going to take you backwards. So that's one of the things. Yeah. With the other question, guys, is, yeah, if you want to have a rest day and you've had a bad night's sleep, you've had a bad day at work, don't always feel that you have to go to the gym and give it your rule. So there's a couple of things you can do. We've covered this before. We look at it on a scale of one to ten. So if you're due the workout and you're feeling at a one to four out of 10, I would always say, just leave it, work out the next day. So one to four out of 10, we're looking at kind of five to, to seven. Then I would say go to the gym, 
but don't try and hit PBs and don't try and smash every single weight. Just go in there, get a sweat, feel good, and then leave. You don't even need to be doing all of the sets. So I'll come on to that as well in a minute. If you rate it eight out of 10 and yeah, go, go there, smash it, go for PBs and put everything into that workout. So go based on how you feel. So always try to auto automate your workouts rather than follow exactly what I've said. Does that kind of make sense for everyone? Took it a bit easy um, Saturday after a morning session. Yeah. So just create autonomy amongst the workouts. Does that make sense to everyone? Does that make sense? Ben, I know you've asked this question before, if you can kind of move the workouts around because of work and stuff. Perfect. Faye, does that sound good to you? Does that make sense? I know you've asked this question a couple of times um, previously with your home workout stuff. Let's wait for everyone to apply. And the other thing, guys, that we're bringing into now, so Henry's giving it a thumbs up, perfect, is if your program says three sets, you do not always have to do those three sets that I have set or Henry has set. They are there as a guidance. Like for myself, generally at the minute, I'm doing two sets of each exercise because I'm trying to push so hard in that particular movement and uh, training session. So if you feel that you're doing three sets all the time and you feel absolutely ruined after your workout that you have no energy to do, do anything for the rest of the day, then pull it back, go back down to two sets and leave one set on the table. Just don't do it. As long as you've logged the two sets that you've got and you're pushing to the absolute max, then I'm absolutely happy with that because I'd rather you be able to function for the rest of the day with energy and perform the rest of the day rather than be completely fucked and not be able to function and focus at work or, or even the next day after that. So look at, if you are tired, drop it down to two sets. If you're fine, keep it at the three. Does that make sense to everyone? Creating a little bit more autonomy. It's one of the big questions that comes up. So don't feel that you have to match everything with True Coach as long as you go back and log it so that myself and Henry can check whether you are 80% and above for that month, that is absolutely fine. So a little analogy here. Does anyone know what this background is here? Type it in the box for me. What does it look like? What is it? What do you think? Henry, you'll probably know because this idea came from you. Tarmac, close. Well. It might be tarmac, but it's not what I was looking for. Carpet. So this is sandpaper, okay? I typed in sandpaper and this is what came up. So you're close. So Henry had the analogy the other day of, I was talking about people um, sort of overtraining and wanting to do almost too much. And what the analogy he came up with was, if you were to rub sandpaper on your hand, okay? The first time that you did it, let me know if I'm butchering this or not, mate. Um, the first time that you rub sandpaper on your hand, your hand would bleed. OK, if you then rub sandpaper on your hand again the next day, your hand would bleed again. OK, because it hasn't had time to build up the calluses on your hand. However, if you were to do it the first day and you were to leave it a few days, OK, you would rub the sandpaper on your hand again. You might have a little bit of blood. However, the calluses are going to have built up and recovered. So you've got thicker skin there. OK, if you did it again a couple of days after that, leave it you're going to have less blood and less, um, less damage to the skin each time that you do it with that recovery in place. So now if we look at this with our training and we do that every single day. So if you train the first day, yeah, you're going to ache, you're going to feel bad, you're going to have joint ache, you're going to have muscle pain. If you go like if you go full in on that, if you do it again the next day, 
you're going to do even more damage because you haven't let the, the body heal and recover. So this is why I don't program people to train every day. Most people in here are kind of maximum four days per week. Okay. So we've got lots of recovery days in between and that is how it should be. So we should not be getting to the point where we're going to exercise every day or we're exercising so that we've got nothing left in the tank afterwards for the rest of the day or the day after. So think of that analogy every time that you um, feel tired, you feel burnt out, give yourself that time to recover and just link it back to the sandpaper analogy, rubbing it on the hand. So look at the recovery in between each time. And if you do need to take an extra day off, or you, like Dave, for example, he's got a watch and it tells him you need to rest for 48 hours before you work out again. Not everybody's got that, but try to learn when your body needs rest and when it's ready to go again at full capacity. Did I do all right with that one, Henry, or do you want to add anything to that? No, all good. Does that make sense to everyone? Is, has anyone got any questions on that about like sort of the recovery and, and creating autonomy within your workout? All good, does that make sense? So just think guys, you don't have to be going 100% of the time, all of the time, okay? If you need to recover, have some recovery and think about how you can do that. So going out for walks, looking at um, breathing techniques. So I've been doing the Wim Hof stuff quite a bit at the minute. I don't know if anybody's tried that. So it's an app called WHM. I've just done it tonight just before this call. And it's all about your breath work and bringing um, your stress levels down. So that's that's the thing that you could do instead of a workout for one day. Another thing could be to do a mobility work or some stretching. Okay, because we're not pushing the body. We're helping it aid and recover. So better in mind going forward, guys. Okay, what I want to bring it on to now is this is what I listened to today. So it's a podcast called The Diary of a CEO. It's a guy called uh, Stephen Bartlett. And he had a guest on today called Mo Gordat, uh, Gord I think you pronounce the surname. And he is the happiness expert. And I started listening to it thinking, okay, so this guy, he's had a lot of things happen to him. I highly recommend it. Um, however, he's kind of cracked happiness and basically i thought to myself so people that come into the program if they are in the best shape of their life but they're not happy then what is the point in looking how they look um so i've tried to kind of create this or i've got three questions that i'm going to ask you and that you can write down and use so if you are unhappy or something has pissed you off or upset you the three questions that you can now ask yourself as to how to get back to happy so it's not a case of never being unhappy at all it's how to get from unhappy to um, being happy again in as quickly as possible. So basically, number one is, is what you're thinking true, okay, about that um, particular situation or event. So um, something happens at work, for example, and it's an event that you think has pissed you off. Um, in your head, is that completely event true? If it's not, then completely drop it. So is it within your control? Is it without? So we've kind of looked at this before, but it's a kind of um, different different way of thinking. So is what you're thinking true? If it isn't, drop it, okay? So if you want to write these down or screenshot these, then we can. However, the next question is, if it is true, can I do something about it? If yes, then do it. Okay, so think of a situation now where something's made you unhappy. So I'll run over these again. Try and think of something that in the last week, something has made you unhappy and use these questions to, to go back and reflect on it. So is what you're thinking true? If it isn't, drop it. If it is, can I do something about it? 
If you can, then do it. Okay, if no, it's happened. It can't be changed or fixed. You can accept it and start to do something to make life better as a result of it. Accept and commit to make your life better despite of or because of its presence. So you can screenshot that as well. So basically this guy, um, Mo Gaudet, he told the story how his son died at the age of 21 through a accident from the hospital. And he somehow used these questions to turn it into a positive from the positive, um, the positivity his son had on his life and, and the world. And he turned that into um, how, he's, how he's perceived to become happy. So definitely worth looking at and definitely worth um, looking at. So I'll run back to the book now. So it's, uh, it's a podcast, sorry. Dory of a CEO, the happiness expert, Mo Gordat. And yeah, it was, it was mind blowing with how this guy changed things around and brought everything back to making people happy. And he believes that happiness is a choice, um, which after listening to that podcast, I now am a firm believer of that. It's how we perceive things and the perception that we can we can come across and the questions that we ask ourselves to make that change. So that is a big thing for me. What does that kind of make sense to everyone? Or can you use those questions going forward? I'll put you on uh, mute, Tyson. Everyone got a screenshot of those? Do you think we can use those in the future? Everyone's gone silent on me. What's happening? So if you do something this week, if you listen to a podcast, look at the diary of a CEO, the happiness expert, Mo Gordat. So the way that you, you think that you're unhappy, we can change that by the questions that we ask. So listen to the whole thing is about two hours. Um, and that's what I wanted to kind of share with you tonight. There was something else, but after listening to this podcast, I wanted to kind of share that with you because ultimately if we're not happy, then something needs to change. We need to be able to break that, whether it's um, something we need to do physically, spiritually, mentally, um, or yeah, ask ourselves the right questions to be able to be happy. That ultimately is what I wanted to try and get across. So they're the questions for this evening, guys. Um, I don't know if anybody wants to write it down with um, examples that they've had in the past um, or things that happened in the last week, but if something makes you unhappy this week, use these questions to, yeah, to make yourself happy again. So hopefully that's kind of um, stuck out for you there. Um, it's, yeah, short one tonight, guys. That's what I wanted to run over. Is there anything that has stood out for you the most? Um, anything that you want to know more of? Um, yeah, type it in the box. Or if you want to come on, please do a share. I know Tyson's only just got here. Um, yeah, if anybody wants to come on and share anything. Henry, is there anything that you want to share? Anything you want to add to? Any questions that we do have? Uh, all good. All good. Yeah, I think we... Oh, sorry, mate. Bring yourself back on. All good, Rob? Yeah, I think you're all good, mate. Yeah. So the, is there anything you want to add to the, the sandpaper analogy for the overtraining? Because you've got that from uh, Dorian Yates, right? Yeah, you pretty much covered it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's just really important to recover because if you don't recover, then you just... You'll probably get worse, in fact. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Just touching on what Henry just said there, current book that I'm reading at the minute, The Hybrid Athlete, and he talks about um, people doing running training. So to become a better runner, he's saying, basically, if the recovery isn't there, 
and the um, variables aren't changing each week to increase the tempo, the threshold, the endurance, you're actually going to be become a worse off runner. Um, so bear that in mind with your training going forward. Um, yeah, you could potentially become worse at lifting weights or worse at cardio if things aren't in place to help you recover and to move forward. So hopefully uh, that makes sense there. Glenn, you're all good. You just put yourself off mute. Anything you need to ask? No, I'm all good. All good, mate. Perfect. All good, yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's it guys for tonight. So I've kept it fairly short for this evening because we've got a big training coming up on um, Saturday. Um, yeah. What I'm going to do is hang around again for 10 minutes afterwards. If anybody wants to catch up, ask any questions or anything you are stuck with, but ultimately covering that autonomy on training today was really the only thing coming up in um, people's struggles in the check-in forms for this week. So if you're, if you're happy guys and you want to go, absolutely do so. But otherwise I will see you all on Saturday morning at 10 AM. So I'm going to hang around guys. And if anybody wants to ask anything, I'll stay around. Oh, what's that? See you sat off to play basketball. Perfect. Put in the chat box if you're coming Saturday. Faye, you coming Saturday morning, 10 a.m.? It's on elevating and making higher standards for yourself. Cheers, Henry. See you, mate. Quick one, James. Yes, mate. Um, are these sports massages worth doing? Do they uh, aid in recovery? Yes, I, yeah, so anything to I've never had one. Dodge, say that again. I've never had one. Okay, so Dave, Dave, who you saw on Saturday, hadn't had one up until two weeks ago, and I think he's had two in the last two or three weeks. So he's got a few various um, issues, like back issues and things like that. Basically, sports massage will um, release any tight muscles. It will... Um, like take away any tension, it will help move the lactic acid from the, the, the muscles that have basically been worked. Um, but the other thing you can do as well is look at the foam rolling and the mobility stuff. So I don't know if you've checked out any of the mobility stuff in um, the group just yet, or I can tag you in that. So you can do some stretching at home, which will help to an extent. I'll have a look, yeah. Yeah, what I'll do then, I'll, when I can jump off here, mate, I'll tag you in the, the, the section for that. And there's about 10, 10, 12 different sort of stretch classes and, and movements for that. But what I'd recommend is doing going through that first. And then, yeah, if you need a sports massage person, I can recommend uh, someone for you. Okay, no worries. Cool. Okay. Are you coming on Saturday, mate? 10 a.m.? Yeah, I'll be up. Well, uh, yeah, no, I've got, no, I've got nothing planned this weekend. Cool. So Good man, I'm holding you to that, so don't let me down. Stick it in your diary, and um, yeah, it's going to be a good one. So we'll catch up during the week. Um, yeah, and then we'll go from there, mate. All right. All right, no worries. Cheers. Take Last care. One. See you, mate. See you guys.